Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 819, Should I Buy a New Car? Nine Reasons to Buy New, part two, by Ramit Sethi of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. And welcome back to Optimal Finance Daily, where I read to you from some of the very best personal finance blogs on the planet. I am here every weekday with you, and if you've got any topic requests, please share those with us. You can visit oldpodcast.com and send us those ideas. Again, that's oldpodcast.com. And today's episode is a continuation post from yesterday. We had part one of Ramit's post. For now, let's get right to part two as we continue optimizing your life. Should I Buy a New Car? Nine Reasons to Buy New, Part 2, by Ramit Sethi of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. Five Common Sense Ways to Save Money on a New or Used Car Purchase Whether you decide to buy used or new, there are five common sense practices you can employ to get the best deal for your car. Number one, pick a good car for the long haul. A lot of people want to prioritize how a car looks over anything else. What color is it going to be? Two-door or four-door? Does it come with those Lambo doors that open sideways? But you should really prioritize getting a good, reliable car that you'll be able to drive around for at least 10 years. Like saving for retirement, you are investing in your car for the long term. This isn't like clothes where you can just cycle out of it after a year or two. You want to hold on to your car for as long as you possibly can because it costs so much, especially since it's only going to depreciate in value over time. Two. Negotiate mercilessly with dealers. I have never seen so many people make bad purchase decisions as they do when they get in a car dealer's office. If you're not a hardball negotiator, take someone with you who is. Better yet, don't even go to the dealer. I bought my car for $2,000 under invoice by spending a month researching and planning. When I decided to buy, I had 17 car dealers bidding against each other to get my business by fax or email while I reclined and watched Laguna Beach. Wow, that is a dated sentence. Anyway, I only went in one dealer's office, the winning one. Also, I started negotiations at the end of the calendar year when dealers are salivating to beat their quotas. Three, get a great interest rate. Your interest rate matters to the total cost of ownership, especially if you don't put money down to start. This is why having a good credit score matters. If you have multiple sources of good credit, your interest rate will be lower. Four, get a straightforward loan. Don't do stupid things like getting an upside-down loan where you owe more on the car than it's worth. I know a girl who bought a new Lexus but decided she didn't like it five months later and traded it in for something else. 
she now has an upside-down loan and a distinct lack of common sense. Treat your car like a stock and plan to hold onto it for a long, long time. This is hard because we're judged on how new our car is, but with each year you drive your car payment-free, you're saving tons of money. Five, your car's price is vastly dependent on its condition. Go to Kelly Blue Book and experiment with pricing. Try the same car in excellent, good, fair, and poor conditions. So I decided to get a new car. Let's assume my car costs $20,000, 25K sticker price, and then negotiated. If I can pay it off in five years and drive it for three years afterwards, I can sell my car for about $10,000. That's about $1,250 a year, and it only gets better as you drive the car longer with no payments. In other words, you save more in non-payments than the car depreciates. So when shouldn't I buy new? This isn't a black and white situation. There might be times when, yeah, maybe you should buy used or even think about holding onto the car you do have for a little longer. There are only two reasons, though, that truly determine whether or not you should get a new car, your ability to afford it and your rich life. First, you need to be able to afford the car. This might seem obvious, but I promise you, you'd be shocked at how many people jump into one of the biggest purchases of their lives without first asking themselves, how am I gonna pay for this car? And so they end up signing a financing contract that they can't really afford and end up not being able to make monthly payments. If you do that, there are ways to get out of it, but prevention is better than the cure. You can find out how much new car you can afford right now with the 24-10 rule. This easy back-of-the-napkin trick can give you a rough idea of what's realistic for you and your finances. So here's how it works. 20% down payment on the car, four-year car loan or less, 10% or less of your gross monthly income goes towards car expenses, including gas, insurance, DMV fees, repairs, parking tickets, speeding tickets, and interest payments. Imagine you want to purchase a new car for $30,000, and you earn roughly $50,000 a year. That means you need to put at most a down payment of $6,000, that's 20% of the cost, and spend no more than $417 a month, or 10% of your income, on expenses for it. The second reason you might not want to buy a new car is your rich life. I've talked about this philosophy many times before, but here's a quick breakdown. Your rich life is being able to spend and invest money into whatever makes you happy while ignoring everything else. It can be something like buying first-class flights for your parents to come visit you, or something as simple as ordering appetizers when you go out. While you spend on the things you love, though, you're also conscious in mercilessly cutting out the costs of things you don't actually care about. For example, I have a friend who spends $5,000 a year on shoes. At first, that seems like an eye-popping amount. However, my friend is able to afford it because she makes a healthy six-figure salary, she has a roommate, she doesn't buy lunches every day because she eats for free at work, and doesn't spend her money on things like the gym, electronics, or anything else she doesn't care about. The result? She can spend $300 to $500 on around 10 to 15 pairs of shoes each year. And the same can be applied to you and a new car. Ask yourself, does a new car fit into my vision of a rich life? Will it really make me happy or am I just doing it for societal pressures? If the answer is no, you shouldn't get that new car. If it's yes, then awesome. So here's the bottom line. I don't like it when pundits say that buying a used car is the only way to go. It's not. Buying a new car can be a smart choice if you pick the right car, negotiate extremely well, and stay disciplined about shopping for insurance, maintaining your car, etc. Because buying a car is such a big purchase, I'm fine spending a little more money and time up front to mitigate risk and get a great car that will last for a long time. 
And by being sensible about how long you drive your car for, obviously longer is better, you can get a new car for a great value. It doesn't have to be a purely numbers-oriented decision. I loved my car. It was fun to drive. And if I had 10 times the money, I would still get it. You just listened to the post titled, Should I Buy a New Car? Nine Reasons to Buy New, Part 2, by Ramit Sethi of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. And that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you back here tomorrow for the Friday show. That's where your optimal life awaits.